This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Settle back, folks. We've got another hour of the program. Remember, too, we want to fill those spots up for the 27th. If you want to join us at the Great Hall in Toronto, info at ami.ca. Send in a message, ask any questions you might have, and then reserve your spot. We need to get 50 people to fill up the available spots that we have for the live uh, show that we're going to do, taped live there as we walk through a special that will air later on uh, uh, in primetime on AMI-tv. So... Uh, if you want to check that out, wonderful. Remember, our first airing of our program on AMI-audio weekdays at 4 p.m. Eastern. Then we're up at 10 p.m. Eastern and 6 a.m. in the morning with the repeats of the show. However you're consuming the program, Rumya and I appreciate it. It's Kelly and Rumya here today as we work through our Monday edition. And we get the chance on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays to visit with our community reporters. So today we're welcoming in our community reporter from Vancouver, Carol Yapel. Hey, Carol, what's going on? Well, we're into the fall rains out here, so the season has changed. We're in a different vibe. How about you? Mm. Yeah, I we think I remember the November the rains. I think, <laughs> I think when we went there, it was November. We went for an event, and I recall dark yes, yeah. and rain. <laughs> yes, today's a bit brighter, but the other thing that happens at this time of year, every November, and it's really marvelous to behold, although this year because of the drought and because of the wildfires and so many things, it's brought particular attention to the salmon return. Mm, So this is a time of year, every year, this miraculous journey happens when our sort of national, our provincial fish comes back to spawn. And what has happened is that because of the drought, they're having a hard time getting back to the estuaries, to the places with, you know, shallower water so that they can, do this miraculous spawning. So I found a place and I wanna recommend it to everybody. It's not in Vancouver proper, it's in Maple Ridge, which is in one of our Eastern uh, municipalities located about an hour from Vancouver. The Kanaka Falls Regional Park has an amazing hatchery, egg, egg hatchery, And they help the salmon there to do this um, fertilization. So they have a fish fence, they capture the fish, and then they bring them an an aid in this process that is so under stress because of the drought. And, you know, I've heard about salmon in my life. Mm -hmm. And of course, everybody Mm -hmm. in BC knows that the salmon come. But I learned so much from the volunteer uh, lecturers and the people who assist in this process out at Kanaka Creek. I just was amazed at the efforts that they're making. And I think that actually they're able to assist in 350,000 fish coming into being through through their efforts. And um, I don't know. For for somebody who had lived in BC as many years as I have, I learned so many things about the salmon that I, I didn't know. And mm. the the paths are accessible. It's easy to get into the building. And honestly, these people speak so well. We we talk about audio description, right? And and what's a good audio description? You don't have to see too much to be able to understand what they are able to do 
to get these eggs out of the fish, get them inseminated and put them back into the creek to survive and, and grow into being full size fish. Yeah. Yeah. We've had them on the show and it, it's just amazing, especially since it's when you talk about the pressure, the stress, as you use that word, um, that the salmon are undergoing and the descriptions and discussions that we understand they do like what you're saying, uh, phenomenal. And when you find so many places, Carol, that want to be accessible, I don't think right off the top you're thinking a hatchery, a mm. salmon hatchery. You're not thinking that, but yet you want to grab that information. When you get a chance to learn about it, I I'm sure you were, you know, if you were sitting down on the edge of your seat because it it it's just, wow, wow. And you live out there. And I think probably, Carol, in my opinion, it would be more impactful to people who live out there and say, Man, I live out here and I didn't know. Right. Wow. Well, there are streams all over the lower mainland. The The difference with this place is that you can walk right into it. There's a burbling mm -hmm. stream. There's waterfalls that you can hear. I used my cane. I got in there and I just listened to the description of what was going on. And actually, the friend who took me filled me in on a few of the details I couldn't see. But still, it was a tremendously educational thing and, and does raise awareness. My whole report today, you know, I always try to do an outdoor event and an indoor event and a web event. It's an environmental theme today because mm. somehow this salmon business got my attention and I began to think more seriously just about environmental things in general, which I think as low vision person, sometimes I think, well, I don't have a car and I don't fly around in planes. I'm not contributing. Yes. But because of our wildfire season this year, it's really grabbed my attention, the environment issue. Yeah. And what a three-dimensional way to kind of get involved or be educated, right? Because we, uh, I often think about just the gap between the food that comes to me at my table or going to pick up groceries at the grocery store and not understanding the origins, the actual uh, effects or the chain of how things end up to us and for us. But with this, you're you're getting right in the environment. So not only are you learning about the actual salmon um, and the expertise that people are sharing around that, but the actual environment and environmental factors, like you go to them and you get to understand where it's all coming from. It's pretty incredible. Uh, also, do you want to talk about a voiceless mask concert of music event that's going on? Yeah, sure. And this is related to the environment also. This mm -hmm. is a piece written by a Native American composer named Raven Chacon. And he is the first Native American to win the Pulitzer Prize in the States, which he did last year. This is a Canadian premiere. And, you know, the thing about music, I'm, I have a music background myself, and and with not being able to see people on the stage as well anymore, sometimes I go to concerts, and even though I really enjoy them, I think, oh, what am I missing here? Mm. But this this is an interesting concept that this fellow has. He lives in New Mexico, and he does a lot of outdoor site-specific pieces. This is indoors. It's in a cathedral, but it is designed so that all of the musicians are 12 musicians plus pipe organ and it's designed so that all of the musicians are spaced out in the cathedral and so the event is not at all visual really it's an aural event 
And when I started thinking about it, I was thinking about this Native American composer who writes pieces about the lost landscape of New Mexico because they suffer drought too. And many of his pieces have to do with um, kind of memorializing the land mm -hmm. that he's on. In this case, it's sort of about the places of accessibility. So let us say a cathedral was accessible only to certain sorts of people. But anyway, the musical performance is something that exists all around you. So you sit in the pew in the cathedral and you have the organ in front of you and clarinets on the side and strings in the back. And it's just an aural meditation it's called voiceless mass, so there's no singers, but to consider, I think, the places that we have and the places that we need to honor and, and the places that we have lost. Something like this offers, I guess, a unique experience in the sense that you don't necessarily have to go in thinking, what am I going to get out of it? And you were kind of saying that at the start of it. Um, Probably if you go in with the intention of learning, with the background of this composer, then you're already going in with that uh, intention. But even if you go in, you know, like a, as a plus one with no idea and no intention of what it is, it's the meditation part of it that hopefully sits with you. And especially because of the uniqueness of uh, surround sound of live music in this kind of space, there's really just layers of opportunity to take whatever you will from it, go uh, take away and go further explore, further research, or just, you know, this experience was what it was, hopefully something meaningful, at least auditorily. Yeah, I think it's a sound design. It's a sound mm -hmm. experience. And I should mention that it's at the Pacific Spirit United Church, uh, which is on 45th Avenue and U Street in, in the middle of Vancouver in Kirisdale. And it's presented by uh, Vancouver New Music. Amazing. Okay, great, great. Uh, let's squeeze your last one in. Webinar Assessing the Impact Ottawa, Alberta and Next Steps for Canadian Climate Policy. Yeah, so this is a webinar tomorrow, tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific or 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern, hosted by West Coast Environmental Law. The Supreme Court, you may know, recently handed down a decision on the Impact Assessment Act. And what this essentially has to do with is the balance of powers between the feds and the province in terms of adjudicating what kinds of environmental effects can go on in any kind of development project. And they ruled that uh, the feds had overreached. So out here in BC, we're very concerned about this law and how it will be amended so that projects can continue to go forward in an environmentally sustainable way. And this group here in Vancouver, West Coast Environmental Law, are hosting a webinar tomorrow to really discuss that. They speak very plainly, they're lawyers, but they kind of can drill it down, if you will, to the basics. And they did one earlier this month and, and I really appreciated learning about it. And so here's part two, but it's supposed to be really good. Awesome, Carol, this is tremendous. That's really wonderful. Anxious to see how we uh, what we get out of that. Thank you. Thank you guys, take care.
We'll talk to you next month on the program, visiting with our community reporter, Carrie April, out in Vancouver, getting goods on different subjects that she brings to the table. Always, always wonderful stuff on the program here. We visit with our community reporters Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, right here on Kelly and Ramya. Up next on our independent living skills segment, which is next up with Ramya and Leanne. They had a chat last week. We got it for you in a few moments. We're going to be continuing our talk on kitchen cleaning after this break. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.